So it turns out he wasn't a sushi chef. He just wore a white shirt and carried a lot of knives on him. Weird guy. That is a fascinating story. (laughs) Right? Right? All right, guys. You ready to rock and roll? Welcome to episode 41 of the Life Short. It's not episode 13. I'm pretty sure you (laughs) f***ed that all up. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 41 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. If you're watching on YouTube today or uh, another video platform, you may uh, notice that things are a little bit different. We are in our new studio. I know. Shocking. Finally, I'm pretty stoked about it. How you guys feeling? I feel good about it. I've been real excited about this for a long time. Yeah, we've been talking about it since what, like April? Long time. We started talking about it a long time ago. I didn't start working on it until late June, maybe early July. Yeah, he's been the he's been the driving force behind this. So yeah, he's really we owe everything about being in here to box. I mean, yeah, you hear that, Sam? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All the all the sweat equity is his. (laughs) I'll say that. Right. But uh, yeah, there's just a few there's a few things that need done. But we're in here now. We're making it work, and uh, I'm pretty happy with it. It's it's uh, a hell of a lot nicer than the uh, the the. studio up in Shyworks HQ. That was very, very cramped. I I feel like it sounds a little better to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just... We'll see. We'll see when I do some editing. Sounds different. Which is odd Probably because we're so far apart. Yeah. But it's odd to me because like this is a big open room. So you would think the acoustics would be worse than actually in a nice room. Maybe Small. you notice those giant foam slabs. I do. <laughs> I do. I notice all the sound deadening. But like... It's galvanized tin roof. Yeah, right. You know, I just figured it would not sound that good being a big open room, tall ceilings. It was pretty bad versus, before it did anything. Well, especially versus his, you know, at Shyworks where it was small and the room was full of stuff. Yeah. And right. that helps so much just having a ton of stuff in yep. the room, you yeah. know, but Yeah. No, it sounds good. I think yeah. you're right though. I think it is cuz we're so far apart. Mm-hmm. Like oh. I can't I can't even knock anything over. You can't even this grab our nipples anymore. God, this is the best thing we ever did, <laughs> right? And you're not going to walk over in this region and knock the recorder off. So I might that for some for reason <laughs> just walk over there like, hey, Sam, Instead, on. he's going to get hammered one night and he's going to try getting up and going out to piss and he's going to knock the entire light truss over. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I yeah. knock that over, I would be impressed. It's not very heavy. <laughs> yeah. So the only bad thing about this place is when we do our... Uh, when we're getting there, their whiskey a little bit strong. We got uh, a lot of really hard stairs to go down. Um, <laughs> when we, when Boy, we get a guy could here. really get seriously injured falling <laughs> down those. There's about 43 steps. And then it's concrete on the bottom or bricks or something. And then there's a pretty heavy door. On yeah. The- <laughs> and I don't think you're just going to blow that door open no. if you hit it. <laughs> no, no, probably not. So when Toad comes in here and he get, it gets in one of his moods and downs like half a bottle of whiskey like he did a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Did he end up finishing that bottle? I noticed it was empty. Was that he all did him? It. No. He he. He powered through quite a bit of it. Is, was that the peanut butter? Yeah. yeah. That he hammered? This out? empty one on the end here. <laughs> yeah. So before I forget, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, as well as their website, ballisticimagery.com. Uh, Box, did you have a coupon code? You I do. A I do. I just got this new website up. I worked real hard on it, and now I have an actual store on my website where you can buy canvas and metal, metal prints and stuff, and they're all pretty badass. Yeah, go and uh, put in the coupon code, let's say LSLF2020 at checkout. We'll give you 10% off your order. 
actually right now as we as we speak i'm doing 25 percent off but that's by the time you hear this that'll be over so i hope you guys get in on that because that's a lot of money off of the more expensive ones that's like 60 dollars off of a print that's a hell of a deal and they're uh, they're badass prints. I got one hanging in the Shireworks headquarters, and they're they're freaking awesome. And my wife is nagging me to pick up a couple as well. So I'm gonna be placing an order. I did go through the website the other day, and was showing her some of the prints on there. Mm-hmm. That website looks real good. Thank you. I like the new updated website. It I looks do real good. The other one was pretty much just the bare minimum, and I couldn't do much with it because yeah. it was pretty much just built to be a portfolio and nothing else. Yeah. This one I can do pretty much whatever I want with. Yeah, I really like it. And it's nice that uh, you don't, you like myself, I'm in the gun industry, you just take pictures of guns. So you're not actually in that industry and have to worry about all the bullshit that comes yeah. with it. That's... I'm not sure about their stance on on that whole thing. I didn't really look into it, but I haven't heard any, any terrible things. So I, I wouldn't worry. Well, yeah, you, you got nothing to worry well, about. Well, no, but I, I try to give my business to right. people that aren't going to be assholes about it. Sure, sure. Um, this is also sponsored by Shyworks Cerakote. Check us out at shyworks.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram um, for all your, your Cerakote needs. So, um, yeah. Pretty pretty stoked about this. How do you guys want to dive into the whiskey of the week first, or just get right into the subjects? I've been eyeing that that whiskey for quite a while now, so I kind of I want to do it. Um, well, well of I'm not I, really. Did your phone die? No, not quite. <laughs> whiskey <laughs> of the week. Um, Box. What do we got for this week's whiskey of the week? <sighs> what we have here. Is called. It's by Old Smoky, which I think I've had a few of those, a few yeah. of their stuff, but it, I don't think it was flavored. But this is. You guys heard me wondering a few episodes back if I, we could find any spicy whiskeys. This year is a mango habanero, oh, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I am, you uh, sounded excited about it. it but I'm not gonna lie, it sounds disgusting. It, it doesn't <laughs> really look like whiskey. I'm not gonna lie. What does that look like? Kool Aid. Uh, it's not thick why enough. is it so cloudy that's <laughs> yeah it's very it's very cloudy there's probably a f- load of sugar in it yeah oh, it smells like vomit <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which all the way down here on the on the drive down today I kept smelling shit that's the worst. Is it? Is that me? What's, <laughs> what is it on what's, my, Did I step what's in dog going shit? On? <laughs> I thought it might be the environment because they're laying chicken shit everywhere. Yeah. But no, it's just my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you were talking about chicken shit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, she rolled in something. That's the oh, worst good. part about living in uh, northwest Iowa during harvest. Everything smells like chicken shit. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, I, at least you're, at, you was tolerable where you were like, huh? That's weird. Something kind of smells. We butchered that hog out of my place. Both my dogs found the gut pile. Oh. Yeah, it was f***ing pleasant. After it had been out there for like a week, you know. Perfect. So it was good and ripe. <laughs> Jeez. Now you know better. Don't put it on your property. Go to the I, neighbors it three was, miles no, down the it was, road. It would have definitely been worth it to take the trip down all the way down to the creek where the coyotes would have actually got to the gut pile. Mm-hmm. I figured, you know, at mm-hmm. the edge of the fence line would have been fine. I was wrong. Was not fine. All right, so this smells like it uh, smells really familiar to me. To me, it smells like I can't put my finger on it. I know the smell. I'm telling you, it's vomit. <laughs> no, it smells like Kool Aid. That's to the me. best smelling vomit I've ever smelled. It smells like Kool Aid. Uh, no. it, it, uh, my my Kool Aid uh, nail polish remover. 
It That's what just, it is. It doesn't have a chemical smell to it. No, it smells just like the Kool-Aid at my niece's eleven-year-old uh, birthday party. Just okay, the other day, they had some. <laughs> who spiked it? <laughs> who spiked an eleven-year-old birthday party? Yeah, it's not smooth, and it is definitely spicy. Yes, that is what I wanted. It's oh. it's not good, but it's definitely spicy. <laughs> it's oh, <not> wow! <laughs> that is. That's not spicy. That's just straight fucking hot. Is it pretty violent? It's, and it's not terrible, and it, it dies pretty suddenly. No, my throat's still burning. Ew. It's definitely warmed me up. <sighs> That's Yeah, I didn't think that through. To, like, to have a smooth... Like, it's just like a really, really, very... a, really harsh whiskey. That's essentially what spicy is. Uh, kinda. But this will at least... It gives you the sense of eating yeah. something no, spicy a, versus there's like a difference. alcohol like this, burn. This burns because it's like Chinese food, not because it's rubbing <laughs> <Chinese> alcohol. <food. laughs> I can tell this is this is definitely uh, gut rot whiskey though oh, already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so much sugar in this. My lips are sticky already from it. Yeah, one drink and my lips are. You can feel them sticking together. I can't really taste. It's got a. It's got a sweet. Kool-Aid taste to it, sweet then it's just heat. hot. Yeah, sweet heat. That's weird. It's uh, oh boy, you Mango drink this all night the next morning. Where the hell did you find this? Hi <laughs> V, man. Hi V. You drink this all night, the next morning's gonna be like a Taco Bell morning. Oh, dude, this is gonna be worse than Taco Bell. I was planning Bell. on drinking whiskey this whole podcast because I didn't bring oh. we don't have any beer here, but well we have a lot better whiskey behind us. <laughs> if you <laughs> right. want to drink some whiskey, because holy shit. I don't know. Whew. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, that is We're gonna put some good. ice in here and make see, uh, yeah. see if it gets any better. <laughs> Give me some of that ice too. Yeah, I had it in the fridge up at mom and dad's. Yeah, um, could have fooled me. I'm gonna rate this. Um, I mean, for what it is, they, if it's if it's marketed as a spicy whiskey, it's a good spicy yeah. spicy whiskey, I guess. Um, but as far as just like normal whiskey goes, well, a two. I feel like we have five. to put these in the. This has to go in the flavored whiskey rankings. Not oh just, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, out of, as far as a flavored whiskey, this shit's dead last. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it man. sucks. What it's that? Dark. What was that real sweet? Like the bird dog peach? <clears throat> yeah, peach uh, was that was bad. That worse was, than this? Yeah, no, I think so. No, let me try it with the ice. That dude, I don't know. That bird dog peach was pretty bad. I was not a fan of that. Yeah, the the. Uh, Spicy part of it just makes it feel like a really harsh whiskey, but then you realize, oh, it's spicy. Like yeah, right when you take a sip, the it ice just, helps. Dude, it, no, it don't. A it ain't bit. good. <laughs> it ain't good. <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. It sucks. Right. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I love mango. Like we used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings all the time, and I would get mango habanero wings every single time for years and years, and I used to love it. And they were so hot and it was delicious. Yeah, they don't have them this, anymore. I don't. Well, I haven't been there in like I think, four or five years. I think that's Hanson's favorite was the mango habanero. Yeah, too. this is not the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can use it for for cooking wings or something. Dude, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's drinkable, but it's not something that's, that I'm going to seek out. And 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 on our podium of shit, when I come up here and I'm deciding what to drink, it's not going to be this. Right. Is there? On the back, on the bottle, there's usually recipe, or sometimes you, there's recipe. Is there something on there that might tell us how to make this not suck? You're saying drinkable. I'm saying borderline. <laughs> like, I'm not so sure of it. Um, no, the only thing it says is a government warning. Um, 
No, there's nothing. Just says mango habanero whiskey. There's no. So what would you do with this other than sip it? Throw it in the garbage. I don't know of anybody that would sip this. See, that's the problem. Why? <laughs> I don't think. Well, I'm there's sure all... there would. There's definitely some some weirdos out there that would be like, "This is delicious." I don't know as if you're gonna have any repeat customers on this. Like, no, this is like one of those gimmick buys. You know, you get somebody oh, like box. Ooh, mango habanero. <laughs> Some dipshit like me. And then they fucking try it, and they're like, oh, no. Never doing that again, <laughs> no. right? I feel like right. this one's going to be on the podium for quite some time, collecting dust. Yeah, because yeah. it ain't never going to get drank. It ain't going to be on the podium. It's going to be on the shelf. On the <laughs> shelf. Yeah. On the I, wa- I want to like it so bad, though. Why? Because I, I love mango habanero for some reason. Yeah. I just want to like it. There's got to be some kind of mixed drink we can make make with it out there, dude. Unless you can find like some. Yep. Uh, to mix it with tomato juice, chicken water, and you can have like a spicy <laughs> tomato whiskey, like a spicy uh, <laughs> bloody mary, uh, bloody type. mary type shit. I could uh, see that. I could see that. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a bloody mary. I could maybe see that. Being bloody a marys are, are bloody marys are vodka, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what if you well, if you if substitute. You just, yeah, and a lot of times, and a lot of times in the Bloody Marys, they'll uh, they'll do um, like a, a spice to it, Tabasco well, sauce. Yeah, yeah. You so you have, wouldn't have. You gotta have heat. And I love Bloody me Mary. spicy. Yeah, Sam doesn't like it. I'm not really a fan of Bloody Marys. No, but I don't he's like not. It. You're not a fan of anything spicy either. You can. No, big... I love spicy, but I just don't like. You ma- said this was flat out hot. It Can... was the like as compared to all the other flavors, it was well, just hot. Ooh. Yeah. That's all we're all the... The one, colder it gets, it gets a little better. That one, I didn't get any spice and all the flavor. The colder it gets, the better it gets, I think. But I still just... This is maybe one of those whiskeys that if you actually had like the whiskey ice like ball, like a sphere of ice, mm-hmm. and you you know poured just a little bit over maybe, it, it might be okay. Maybe we need to get an ice bucket for, for our whiskeys. I think we should get those either whiskey stones, if we got a freezer, if we could do those oh, whiskey stones. we got a freezer. Yeah, but you know what I'm... Have you seen them? This actual... Like, right. They're like a stone that you freeze right. and put them in your glass. Oh, an actual stone, not just a like a ball. Not like rocks right. you find out in the, <laughs> in the right. Yeah, we're just going to freeze some rocks and put them in our whiskey. This shit will No, there's too. there's like actual whiskey stones for freezing them and put, you know, pouring you, whiskey. Oh, you could them. use ball bearings. I'm pretty, pretty yeah. sure that's what a lot of them are. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, oh, I might have got rid of them. Dang it. I had... Uh, whiskey sphere ice cube molds. Sphere, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> Only for you. Um, but they were Death Stars from Star Wars. <laughs> they were awesome. Are you a Star Wars geek? Yeah, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I had. I also had a. It was like a almost like a serving tray type deal, but it was a giant R two D two ice mold, <laughs> and then a bunch of little Tie Fighters. But I tell you what, the Tie Fighters. And the X-Wing fighter, little ice cubes, because it was just a tray that made like a dozen ice cubes. Dude, it was impossible to get them out of the mold without breaking them. Absolutely impossible. I tried like distilled water and all kinds of shit to get them to be nice and clear. And You got to put mold there. release on first. <laughs> right? Spray <laughs> some mold release on. Oh, man. Makes them real delicious. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't think it hurt the flavor of this at all. <laughs> oh no! You could <laughs> shit. You could put anything in here, and it tastes better. Uh, probably. Maybe, maybe if you mix it, I think if you mix it with Kool Aid, it'd be good because it's already got the Kool Aid flavor. Mango Kool Aid. Mango know, habanero Kool Aid. I think the. I think you may be onto something with that Bloody Mary. Next. Uh, next on next 
episode's whiskey of the week is going to be mixed drinks. We'll so tell you mango what. habanero. Um, <laughs> gears and beers. I want you to try it for gears and beers. Ooh. You know what doesn't work? The I don't want to have to take this home. Yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other day we're, what were we doing? Um, we were at the bar. Um, the girlfriend was drinking like uh, white Russians or something. No, she was drinking yeah, uh, Bloody Marys. Yeah, better, colder. Bloody Marys at home. And then we went to the bar and she's like, well, what do I want? And, you know, she had a, a Bloody Mary, white Russians and Bloody Marys. Turns out you're not supposed to mix Oh no! Milk and the milk. juice. No, yeah, you get a real curd <laughs> action going on there. I, suge- I suggested it to her like a few, like an hour or two later. She's like, "Boy, I, I, I just don't feel good." Well, <laughs> so yeah. We were trying to figure. You've been out. drinking milk, yeah. booze, and tomato juice. What the fuck? <laughs> How did you expect that I, to go? It turns on? out that was my suggestion. I kind of felt bad. I was like, "Oh, my bad, I guess." Oh. Um, speaking of shit that is hot. Um, if you guys are around the Midwest, you know that it's been um, drier than a popcorn fart around here lately. Yeah. I, when was the last time we got measurable rain? Like four months ago? Last night. Last night, actually. Well, yeah, right? okay. Actually, I forgot <laughs> to look. fucking smart asses. <laughs> uh, it's been quite a while. It's been a couple of months since it, at my house, I haven't had measurable rain. How much since, did you get? Uh, I actually, I didn't even look this morning. I forgot to look too, but it I was I thought you dumping. got some not that long before the hangout. Uh, maybe. I feel like I think I got a couple I think I got like three towns. Yeah, but still well shit, that's been <laughs> that's, it's October that was, that already. Still so. two weeks ago. The I think I think it weeks. was a month ago or well, at least three or four weeks ago since I got that three tenths. And before that I think it was like the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been dry as hell around here. But anyways, um the reason I bring it up is northwest Iowa where we are had some uh, pretty gnarly fires yesterday. Um, it, it woke, we woke up and it was, it was blowing like a bat out of hell all day. And right now we got harvest going on. Um, and as dry as it is, I was in the shop about noonish, um, in my jammies, putting guns together, you know, nice, nice little Sunday. Don't call them jammies. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) You're an adult male. In my PJs. Supposedly a straight adult male. What's wrong with what's wrong with uh, wearing your jammies? Nothing, as long as you don't call them jammies. <laughs> as a thirty-three-year-old male, you should not still be calling them jammies. I feel, but okay, sorry. I was, or my, I was in my I was in my I was in my my man pants. Your nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> your muumu. So, but anyway, the the pager went off, and as soon as it went off, I was like, "Well, shit!" You know, I know exactly what's going on. As windy as it is, and they said large grass fire. Um, so it turns out some jackass had thrown a cigarette butt out the window, um, and it just went in about ten feet in the cornfield because you could see right where it started. It was blowing so hard, it just started there, and the one we were fighting, um, we got it just under probably three quarters of a mile. How far it traveled before we got it knocked down? Took us three hours or so. But the one, the big one that was uh, it was south of Mobile. That thing went on for it was six six miles, I mm-hmm. think, before they finally got it, and they were fighting it all. That was afternoon. west of Anthem and got ended up south of Mobile. Yeah, right? it was there was there was twelve departments there. We sent a couple trucks down when we got done with our fire. But about twelve departments, and the guy on the comm center was saying that's in his twenty years in the comm center. That's the most 
um, most departments they've ever had on a single call that yeah. since since he's been there, it was just insanity, just there was, crazy. There was another one up north. Um, by Haywarden. Yeah, Haywarden, Alcester, uh, Hudson. There was like at least five or six departments on that one. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty big too. Yeah, Akron. I heard Akron get called out when we were out and fighting yeah. ours, and um, there was. Uh, a big thing you, you like to do on these sorts of things in field fires is you get discs out there and you start disking under under the um well luckily ours was already uh, harvested if it had been a cornfield yeah luckily there was straight, no standing corn yeah you're straight pretty well, well at that point and and if it would have got across you know to go north of c66 there was a lot of standing corn north of c66 there if it right. had made it across that next highway yeah, you know, that's true. If it had gone true. another quarter mile, it would have got to some standing corn. And right. Could have right. been a real mess. But we had lots of <clears throat> tractors and discs out there, and that's the thing down by Anthem, too, how they ended up mm-hmm. helping get that out, is they just put out a call that says, hey, you got a disc, you got a tractor, get your ass down here and start plowing shit under. And just, yep. um, so it's kind of it's kind of cool to see the the massive response and the um, the the everybody show up to help out and to, and to do their part. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, and, and all those guys, you know, like, uh, you know, you want to say thank you, know, all of us want to say thank you to all the firefighters and, and anybody who helped and, you know, responded to all those fires and stuff, but um, all those farmers who responded and, you, you know, like right now with harvest going on, there's people trying to get their own crops out of the field and, you know, it was a Sunday and a lot of people have their own stuff to do a lot of these farmers have their own have (laughs) have their own fields to tend to and you know are trying to get crops out and things are so dry that yeah you know and the corn is so dry that people are trying to get that out as fast as they can before it dries down even more Mm -hmm. and they still stopped what they were doing you know and and come to help so yeah it was a pretty cool deal definitely um i was uh and 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 too like I don't know if you guys if you guys know how like generally how we fight um, grass fires around here. Anyways, you know if you're in one of the grass rigs, a lot of roundhouse kicks. <laughs> if you, if you're in one of the grass rigs, you're literally driving around. You got a guy on the back hose and shit down. You're cruising through, and it's it's actually pretty fun. You mm-hmm. know, if ours wasn't a high urgency situation, right. such as the one down by Anthem, you know, it was in an open field. Yeah, there were, we had to get a stop. There was houses, but. There was never, it was never, never like anything super... in real imminent danger of taking a structure. Right, right. So, you know, when you're kind of, when you're fighting those kinds of fires, you know, it's, it's actually kind of enjoyable. Like, kind of had a, kind of had some fun doing it. But, so how many, about how many acres, acres do you suppose that one took? One night by Anthem. Oh, I, I don't know. Probably a couple thousand, I would guess. Uh, well, let's, let's think about it. A it was section, a one, a mile. Square mile, 640 acres. 640, and it went through six of them, but it was about a mile wide, they said, at some point. So, so who knows? 3,500 acres. Can you been. imagine fighting those fires that are burning 50,000 acres? <laughs> right. <laughs> and plus, I like out, out west, that shit is not freaking. Yeah, that's not and just that fields. Easy. That's that not fields. flat ground that you can just drive around and hose no. the shit down. That or that you can disc under or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's that shit is freaking massive trees and well and grasslands and yeah. We can get into a whole another discussion about you know managing 
forest basically yeah because that was a big cause of it is they didn't they didn't if they would have you know um felled a lot of those trees if they'd you know harvested a lot of those trees and Mm -hmm. actually gone down and cut timber and done the you know management that they needed to it wouldn't have Oh, been there's so many as bad as there's so many reasons um, for that <clears throat> that situation that they've created out there. Yeah, that uh, every time you just hear them, well, see global warming, all these fires. No, it's because you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. The way you guys are managing this shit that cracks me up. I mean, if uh, there's a hurricane because of global warming, lots of rain because of global warming, fires because of global warming. Okay. And two, uh, I'll just note this in passing: a lot of the shit not in California that they've they've required green energy, so the energy departments have required um, to put so much money and time into developing this stuff that they let the power grid get ancient. So there's freaking power line, power lines and poles and shit out there that are hundred years old that are causing these fires. Like 60% of the fires out there are caused by that shit. Yeah. Fire or uh, so, high lines going down. Yeah. So and- a combination between those and the mismanagement of the mismanagement of the forest, it's just like, Oh my, Oh my God. It's like freaking Sesame Street. Yeah, they out there. well, and they tend to, you know, apply most of their funding and their just their money in general to um, large municipalities. You know, they're trying to they worry a lot more about metropolitan areas, and they just kind of forget that oh, seventy five percent of our state is you know right. wild, you know, forest and hills, and you know they don't put any money into that stuff they're just focused on the main big metropolitan areas and that's where all the money goes instead of actually managing the land that you have right right and speaking of uh dumbass government um agencies (laughs) (laughs) the mcclowskis if you guys are are not familiar with them they're the the couple in st louis um that black lives matter uh protests broke down their private gates in their community and were marching through there, and they were standing outside their house with firearms, um, defending their 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 homes and their their lives. And um, recently, they were indicted um, for. <laughs> I noticed none of you guys are asking for more. I'll take some more. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Have at it, man. Yeah. Just just give not me very glass. not very much more. <laughs> so, anyway, they're they're recently indicted um, on. What they what they indict him with? Um, uh, oh shit! Tampering, tampering with evidence, and yeah. and then um, there was one other there was one other charge as well. I don't, I don't think I ever saw the other charge. I think the main discussion of what I researched was the tampering charges. I don't remember right. There was the two of them. Was. There was two of them here. Um, Box, look it up while I'm while I'm covering this, but um. And so, but the, the, the crazy thing is out of all this, if you can watch the video and, and the, the McCloskey's clearly, they, they don't have a lot of weapons training, um, which a lot of Americans don't, but they have every right to be out there defending their property. Um, yeah. So the crazy thing about this is they were indicted with felony charges that could cost them up to four years in prison. And exhibiting the, a firearm, exhibiting a firearm, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And the protesters that broke down their gate and were yelling and screaming at them, telling them they were going to murder them, burn their house down, and kill their dog, were charged with nothing. Yeah. Pretty so, stupid. like, what? 
I mean, and the the St. Louis um, the prosecutor declined to charge them, and this now was turned over to a grand jury that decided to indict them on these charges. So I'm just like, where, what is their what is their end game with this? Because if this goes to a jury, there's no jury in the world that can rightfully. Um, they're not going to be able to find the right people that are going to be able to that are going to be able to 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 say they're guilty of this shit because they're, they're going to try. They're going to try and find the right jury. I don't know. I've I've heard maybe that there might not. They might likely will go nowhere. I've heard though that you could indict a banana and with a grand jury. It's right. super easy to do that. Yeah. So this everybody apparently expected this to happen. So. I don't know. Maybe it's just not going to be anything. But it's, it's, I'm sure somebody will try to I'm make... Sure somebody just, will throw a fucking hissy fit about it. I'm sure it's just to make a public spectacle of, hey, if you're going to try and defend yourself with firearms, we're going to make it hell for you. Yeah. Well, it's All that. Right. It's that and the whole freaking um, protest movement. They will protect those protesters at any at any price. They, they don't care how violent they are. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a stat they were they were toting. See what I did there? Stat. <laughs> uh, they were toting that ninety three percent of these protests are 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 are, are um, peaceful. peaceful. Yeah. Congratulations. That's almost ten percent that are violent. Then, like, if would you hang out with a violent a person that was violent ten percent of the time? Can you imagine if the survival rate of COVID was ninety three percent instead of ninety nine? <laughs> right. <laughs> Boy, we'd be in a real shit show. <laughs> But it's just I I uh, like I don't understand like how we've got this ass backwards wrong and I mean we're indicting people for defending their lives and not not charging people for destroying their property um, and we're it's it just it just we're living an upside down world right now fellas it's just crazy the indicting people for defending themselves is not a new thing though but right yeah they they should definitely be going after the other people as well in this case. Well, and that's the thing is I don't know that they were ever identified in the, you know, in that whole ordeal. I well, don't they know could th- if they want. I don't know to. how. There's videos everywhere. Everybody takes videos of that shit. Yeah. And they certainly could if they wanted to. Definitely. Um, the other, the other aspect. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't help, you know, it doesn't help making, the the agenda that these people are trying to portray it doesn't help you know to and that's why they've they've figured they found this grand jury who was willing to indict these people but they're not gonna you know go against the protesters they're not gonna try and they're not gonna try and push that forward they're right. trying to push this forward to make an example of right firearms and, and, owners and, and versus, I guess all an <clears throat> indictment really is is saying uh, hey. We think there's enough evidence to 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 charge them with this. It's not saying mm-hmm. that they're guilty of anything. Um, so basically, they're saying it's going to go to trial and they'll be charged. Um, whether it actually does go to trial, and if they don't plea out on something, which I don't think that they they don't seem like the type of folks to do that. Did you see that deal? Somebody was yelling at him, um, and they he just walks over and hand her, handed her a signed postcard of them holding the picture of them holding guns. He, there's <laughs> really they yeah. like sent they've been sending them out to people now that request them. I think 
Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen a few on Instagram that they take a picture and they're like, "Oh man, box, awesome. see if you can get your hands on one of those. We'll 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 slap it up on the wall here or something." <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, they don't they they don't don't seem like the kind of uh, people that are that are going to back down. So um, I hope they don't. I hope they make an example out of this freaking yeah. jack these jackasses. And luckily, that are doing this. luckily, that couple has enough money to hire an attorney to that'll actually truly fight for them and. You know, if it comes down to that, where they're going to have to really right, and plus they're both attorneys themselves, so yeah, that helps. Are yeah. you having more? No, I'm putting more ice in this. Garbage. No, you're going <laughs> to choke it down, huh? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I hate I hate letting good whiskey go to waste. It's <laughs> good whiskey. <laughs> you're right. I I hate letting whiskey period go to waste. I guess. There's a lot of tin high in your in your office there, bud. Yeah, that shit won't ever be touched. <laughs> it's not real whiskey. No, thank you. <laughs> um, looks like we got a we got a a guest uh, making his way uh, into. Yeah, he into mentioned the, it. Look out for that camera there in front the of the studio. door, Dad. Hey, pops, how's it going? I'm all right. Well, we're uh. You want some really bad whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not good. Our, our Jesse and, and my dad Lauren just uh, came into the studio. Gonna gonna observe, which we can actually do that now. We have enough enough room in this studio to uh, to have to have um, more than one guest. Uh, can, should we record this in front of a live audience? We can have a laugh track and everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we can put we can put a uh, stadium seating in. There you Heck go. Yeah, stadium seating. <laughs> You mean, oh, like in a... Four chairs. Uh, Fort Dodge <laughs> at Tim's old house where they just had a they couch <laughs> stacked on top of like another couch, I think, behind a couch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was... That, Why that build was, a platform? That cost money. That was it, They might have built a platform, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it was pretty janky. Good stuff. It was. That was one of those... Um, the definition, when you, when you think about a, a college household... Like That's, a yeah. frat type of this was the the house for it. one time. <laughs> I was down there one time and um, we woke up and what was that dude's name? I'm friends with him on Facebook, I think. Um, gosh, I can't remember. Like Jose or something like that. I want For some reason, I was thinking Jose and I don't even know what you're talking he about. He lived there. <laughs> He he was living with them. And we, we woke up one morning and the, the their front door was a, a giant glass um glass door <laughs> we woke we woke up and the door was broke the the window was shattered <laughs> he's laying on the couch just <laughs> just cut to crap he's like <laughs> pile drive so, right through the yeah apparently <laughs> apparently that night he had he came home from the bar after having way too much fun and instead of the door was locked and we were all sleeping um, so instead of going like breaking a window and climbing in, which is much easier and cheaper to replace, um, he just went ahead and broke the front door and just, he's just covered in blood. Uh, genius. All I, the only real, only real memory I have from that place, I think is waking <laughs> up. That's just a funny statement right there. The only, <laughs> only real memory. memory I have. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know if we slept there or not, but waking up the next morning, and cave his phone kept going off and it was 
back in the days where everybody had songs as their ringtone. Yeah. And it was some terrible song, like Who Let the Dogs Out or Chumbawamba <laughs> or something like that. It just played over and over and over again for like two and a half hours. Somebody really needed to get That's hold of it. That's the worst. Yeah. Well, I think it, maybe it, was, it, it must was have been his alarm. alarm yeah. I, I'm, I was pretty notorious for that in college, like having my alarm go off for like three hours yeah or the the even worse than that is when you're going to sleep when everybody's just yeah crashed out yeah you're finally going to bed at five o'clock in the morning and at six o'clock somebody had their alarm well no no this was you know we're showing our age here but uh back when dvd players were huge you know oh yeah you'd have a dvd player in there and it'd go to the main menu and it just oh repeat, God, the song repeat, just repeat yeah. over and over, and it'd usually be the soundtrack to the movie too. And it, that was, yeah. a, was a, oh, and you too lazy, you didn't want to yeah, get up because you're, you're so comfy. And <laughs> oh that happened God. almost every single night down in down in Kansas City and at Adam's house whenever we, whenever oh yeah, everyone was home. Oh yeah, everybody would be sleeping in the couch on the couch or on the floor in the living room just. <laughs> DVD menu over and over and over. Yeah. Again. And the way my brain works, like I cannot sleep. Um, on the couch if the tv is on Mm-mm. like sunday afternoon if the tv's on even if golf is on my brain is connected to that to that audio and it pays attention and i cannot sleep so if that freaking dvd is running i'm just like and I'm, I'm like debating do i get up do i just lay here and hope right. i'll go to sleep always had to get up and turn that crap on drove me nuts just drove me nuts i hated that crap yeah Oh man, <laughs> um, how are you going to do this segue here, Sam? You know, you know me. Know. How did we even get on that topic? <laughs> I don't know. Things went real haywire. We got off. Weren't we talking about the McCloskeys and then yeah, we're talking I'll... about ringtones? <laughs> I, I I don't know how we segued there. See, you don't know. I segued so smoothly in that first time into that second subject, but now the segue is all screwed up on this one. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't think there's any saving this there's, one. There's so. no saving this one. Our next topic. We're gonna go back to how <laughs> stupid California is. Um, That's where I thought you were going when you were like with your last segue. You're like speaking of stupid bureaucracies or something <laughs> like that earlier, or stupid agencies. And yeah, then, you, I, then you were like the McCloskeys. I was like, what? <laughs> Actually, I should have went. I should have went from there to. That's what I was California. Thinking, yeah. Um, so I, I was. I noticed this today on um, all the the gun parts that I get in um, from Palmetto State. They're a North Carolina based company. Every single one, every single kit that they have mm-hmm. is has a California warning sticker on it. It says California Prop eighty sixty five or some shit like that. And oh, that's on that's on tons of stuff. Right, but how Prop in 65. the hell? How in the hell can a state make their their state law make it law for the entire freaking country to have to it's do that? Not, shit? It's not. Um, most businesses do it to all products that they will send, possibly send to possibly California send to because California. it's cheaper. To, to do it to all products than it is to handpick each order that is going to California and apply those warnings. Okay. I guess I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. That throws out your whole rant, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, California no, just, is still... The, yeah. What they're trying to do... What they're trying to do now is they recently... The California <clears throat> Attorney General recently sued um, the government, the ATF, essentially, um, to try and get them to ban... Um, eighty percent selling eighty yeah. percent firearms, and basically declare them as eighty percenters would be firearms mm-hmm. in and of themselves. Which I don't, I don't see how that's gonna possibly 
because by the definition of the law, they are certainly not firearms. What do they think would happen? Then we'd start getting 75% lowers. Right. It's never 80. And it, yeah. It's an, it's going to be stop a, buying raw raw aluminum. You can't you can't have that. You can make a gun out of it. All right. That yeah, that's that's literally the stupidity of this. And the and the with the technology we have nowadays, uh the um the printer that's ghost gunner. Ghost, the ghost gunner. You can buy it for 1200 bucks. And a little you you press a lower you put a lower in it, press go, and mill that sucker out for, you know, what is it? Half hour or something like that. Yeah. You're done. Um 3D printing all the technology they're they're fighting a losing battle here yeah um but the reason i brought this up is it's once again uh, the state of california trying to push their agenda on the rest of the country mm-hmm. just like they did with that prop 65 nonsense um but like box was saying i don't see how it could possibly because if they say hey at what point does at what point does a uh, state be able to well, that, but at what point does a fire, would it be a firearm then? Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's kind of the point of the 80% deal is, you know, that's why it's considered, it's not considered a firearm is because it can't accept a fire control group. You can't, if you don't have a way to fire it, if you don't have a trigger, you don't have a firearm. You know what I mean? You can't. Well, no, true, but you still got your receivers, yeah, which count as firearms, mm-hmm. even without the trigger in them. But it's willing to, it's able to accept the components that it's it's you can just install parts. Right. With an eighty percent, you can't just install parts. Right. So how could they possibly? At what point could they? they the, like, how do you backtrack? I mean, ATF is famous for backtracking on everything. Well, yeah. Um, which I'm sure I'm going to rant all about it on the next Gears and Beers. So if you're listening to that to this now, go ahead and check out the the next Gears and Beers um, episode. What? Thirteen. Twelve. <laughs> we had four thirteens. Uh, four thirteen episodes. Who knows so. what we're on now? I think it's supposed <laughs> so to be do we sixteen. Just, do we just episode thirteen A, episode thirteen B? <laughs> I don't know how. Let's we... sit down and get that figured out. Hundred percent. I did. I had it all figured out for the last one. Yeah, but well, you're still wrong. But the last how one was, was I like wrong? labeled fourteen. I don't know. I'm confused <laughs> at this point. Did you go to sixteen last time? I don't remember what I went to. <laughs> <laughs> so we still don't know. <laughs> anyway, I had it all figured Either out. Either way, check out the, the t- check out the gears and bears that comes after this uh, current podcast that you're listening to right now. Should be October fourteenth. I don't I know because uh, do we date them anymore? Sam does. I don't. Actually, okay. I stopped on the podcast. I I just started doing gears and bears, and then what they were, um, topics. what they were, the topics that they were we were talking about. Smart. Speaking of topics, back to the current one at hand. Um, as far as technology goes, like maybe thirty years ago, you know, where the this technology and information is not near as handy or as as accessible as mm-hmm. it is now. Yeah. I mean, look at your your phone. You literally have almost all the information in the world right there in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. So how can you? I don't understand how they think that that making anything illegal is going to stop anybody from acquiring that information and doing what they want to do if they're a bad person. Will it stop good people? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. People are going to a lot the majority Honest of people, people 
are going to follow the law to the best of their knowledge until mm-hmm. they get fed up with the bullshit laws. Yeah. Um, but as far as say somebody that's going to has nefarious plans, they're going to acquire a weapon, whether you want them to or not. Hell, the Newtown killer he shot his mom in his sl- in her sleep. You know, like mm-hmm. that kind of evil is not something that you can legislate out of humanity. Mm-hmm. It's just not. There's nothing you can do. Well, that's. I mean, you. It's pretty apparent, at, at least in the firearms industry. It's pretty apparent to me, or as far as firearms laws go, that you're not going to stop bad people with laws because is there, you know, all these countries that don't have guns, is there still murders? Right. Yeah. It's like the UK is trying to do away with knives now. It's like, yeah, I can literally make a knife out of a freaking toothbrush and a lighter if I wanted to, or literally anything. How do they, I mean, even in prison, those dudes will take like newspaper and wet it down and, I don't know Paper how the mache, hell they all, yeah. yeah, and you can still get one or two stabs out of it. That's, it still works. Toothbrush handles and make shanks out of toothbrush. You can kill anybody with anything, you know. Your bare hands. You can strangle somebody to death. You don't have to have a tool to kill somebody, you know. it's Absolutely. You're not going to. I mean, and that's that's the part that, that I don't quite understand because if making laws would stop bad people from doing bad things, then why don't we just outlaw murder? Oh wait, it's already illegal to kill somebody, you right. know. So it it doesn't it doesn't make sense trying to get. I mean, I understand that there there's logic behind it or so called logic behind it as trying to reduce the number of murders by you know reducing the available tools for people to commit murders. But I mean, if you look at the numbers. They should really be outlawing beds without guardrails on them before they should be outlawing rifles. Yeah. So and hammers. Yeah, and hammers too. Yeah. That stat and Johnson says beds because um, something like four hundred and some people die every year from falling out of bed. Mm-hmm. The same number, a similar number to those killed by rifles. Yeah, it was like four hundred nineteen. I don't remember <clears throat> what years it was, but it was like four hundred nineteen people mm-hmm. died from falling out of their bed and like three hundred and eighty six were killed by rifles. Mm-hmm. You so know how many people are killed by hammers though? <laughs> like oh, yeah. way more than rifles. Yeah. So it's I don't know. To me it's you know, it's pretty clear that when you actually look at the facts and stats, as Sam would say. That's right. It's a um, lot easier to say. <laughs> it only took me that, a year and a half to figure that out. Right. That, <laughs> that, you know, it's not about it's not about safety, you know. It's pretty clear about at this control. point that it's I not don't know. About there's safety. um th- I'd say there's a handful of people in power that are actually concerned with safety. No. I'd say that are actually that have a bad intention for enforcing stuff like that. Yeah. But the rest of them are just Sheep. Too naive, I guess, to see through it. Yeah. To see our side I, of it. Yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of people that just kind of follow the party line that mm-hmm. think that, you know, there's a couple people above them or people that they look up to that have been in, in position for a long time, um, that have a stance on it, you know, that feel strongly about it or have bad intentions and a lot of you know, um senators even just follow blindly well that's somebody who's been on the democratic side for 25 years i just i need to agree with them mm-hmm. you know i think there's a lot of blind following more more so than free thinking that and two they're not they're not they're not privy to our side of things like they're never no. they're never told 
Um, well, they've never experienced you, it either. They don't. All they know is what's showed on the news. Guns are bad. Guns kill people. Mm-hmm. And that's all they know. Like, if you sit down and literally talk to an anti-gun person, that's that's slightly open-minded at least. Um, but they just don't know your side of things. If you sit down and have an intelligent conversation with them, many times, many times, oh, oh okay, well, I guess that makes sense, you know, and they mm-hmm. and they can actually start to see your side of it. But when both sides, our side in, is included in this, are so indoctrinated with the left and the right side thinking that you can't ever see the other side's yeah, a lot of people. A lot all. of people aren't willing to listen to other people. Yeah, you, you know, like, and that's and that's another thing that is becoming more and more important is being able to, when you're listening to somebody talk, hear what they say instead of thinking about what how you're going to respond. Mm-hmm. You know, listen to you know actually listen and hear what they have to say, mm-hmm. and actually digest what they have to say. Rather than just how you're going to defeat their argument. How how am I going to argue with this person? How am I going to rebuttal? How Mm -hmm. am I going to, you know, disagree with this person? Can we table this discussion? Yep. Like, um, I'm literally, I've been writing a rant about this (laughs) for a while now. Hey, shut up. I wanted to talk about this (laughs) later. I don't know. Maybe we could discuss it more in depth on the next episode or something like that. But (sighs) We're having a nice conversation. We're not talking about. (laughs) <laughs> what we were, we're supposed, supposed to be, to be talking, talking about. about. Okay, I can't read that next one because uh, either can I. Maybe you should write Harley better or bigger. Uh, it was the thirteen people arrested in Michigan? Oh, um, for, this uh, this just tra- you mean, need glasses. I do. I actually, or better handwriting. Both. Either definitely yeah. both. Definitely both. <laughs> um, yes. In the last year, my eyesight is is. Uh, you want my glasses? I need new new ones. I'll bet they'd work for you. No, I'm good. Um, but this just tra- just just goes right into the into the the next uh, subject. There was 13 people uh, in Michigan um, arrested for a plot supposedly to uh, to let's put big air quotes around this kidnap kidnap the the governor Governor Whitmer uh, this, of this, Michigan this yeah. broad that was uh, she. Big time. Uh, she's she's had her state in lockdown for six months now, five six months now, in like heavy lockdown. Yeah. Like she was uh-huh. full on dictatorship on this shit. She was not. And the she the Supreme Court of the state even says, "Listen, you can't do this. This is blatantly unconstitutional. You cannot be doing this." Mm-hmm. She says, "Well, whatever. I don't care," and is still doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't I'm, I don't understand at what point you they. See, I'm torn on this whole thing is a problem because like at a certain, at a certain point, like when there is literally, when they're literally standing up and saying the Supreme Court is saying you can't do this, there is supposed to be a separation of powers Mm -hmm. that the three branches, legislative, legislative, I can't say those words. (laughs) Legislative. How are you going to, how are you going to abbreviate that one? And executive. And they're supposed to be. They're they're supposed to be in checks of each other, checks and balances. That's the way that that this country is supposed to work. And when one person says, "Well, screw you, I'm going to do what you do what I want anyways," like what point do 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 citizens take up arms and say, "Listen, you can't be doing this shit anymore because we're you're for us. The government Mm -hmm. is for the people." Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a lot of talk of you know they were like I said, we'll put big air quotes around kidnap. but why? Why? Why do you? Why because you they were saying they were trying to kidnap her. The media is saying that they were. This plot was to kidnap her. Right. Um. A lot of 
research that I've done on it, which is fairly minimal, but I at least read up on it to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of try and understand what was happening is, um, a lot of people or I guess a lot of the people that were involved tend to lean towards, they were going to make a citizen's arrest on the governor. They were going to right. make a, you know, conscious effort to make a citizen's arrest to stop her from abusing her power. And right. the media has portrayed it as they were going to just going to kidnap her. Well, that doesn't surprise me in the least, but yeah. So that's what, that's just why I wanted to put air quotes around kidnap because that's what sure the media, that's the term that, all the articles and everything that you find online are saying. Is, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> you just brought this up. And so I look, I was curious about how COVID has been doing in Michigan and it had a real giant spike in uh, June of like 250, which was <sighs> huge way spike. up there just out. And like they were on a downhill trend at that. That was at the bottom of the hill. But ever since then they've had m minimal deaths. Like, most of them are single digit deaths sometimes zero mm -hmm. there's been another there was another spike of seven, of 17 in september or 75 sorry in september but other than that it's, it's, it's less than 10 the average is less than 10 a day how can you close down a whole state for less than 10 deaths a day for I'd be, 6 months i'd be willing to bet there's as, as many flu deaths in michigan oh 100% over that same time period mm -hmm. right right so, and that's, well, I mean, you could get farther into that looking, you know, inner city Detroit and look how many, you know, unjust, oh, yeah. unjust deaths in, there in are one, every in day. In one week, yeah. You know, yeah. if it's you anything can, like Chicago, you get 47 shot every weekend, right. 20 of them die or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm slightly torn on this because, I mean, we all say, hell, the government, the, the second amendment is, is for this reason. And when actual tyranny exists, like what point do you stand up? Because because it, if unless you're successful in what you are trying to do, you're going to go no, down. You're in going history. down big time. You're going down in history as a freaking nut job psychopath terrorist, mm -hmm. and you're going to spend the rest of your life. In well, prison. and that's and that's uh, I think kind of the militia mindset, you know, or like that's why militias exist, and that's why people you know join up with other people and like as much as the atf hates it and the whole boogaloo movement and all the boogaloo boys and all that mm -hmm. shit you know like all those groups that the atf watches out for those are the people that are actually trying to organize and take up arms against tyranny but you and me if you know if three of us go together to take down the governor we're going to look like bad people. But oh, if yeah. you get a large enough group of of citizens that are, you know, of the same mindset and towards the same end goal and, you know, go about it in a proper way, and um, I think you could do it. But I don't think there's enough organization in the era of the Internet and how stupid people can be and how easy it is to kind of troll groups like that, and, you know, um, kind of flag groups like that and get, Right. You know, get people in trouble for shit that really doesn't matter. I think it's hard to organize that kind of box. What's your thoughts on the subject? You're generally of the, the mindset, stay the hell away from it and let somebody else mm -hmm. deal with it. Like, what is your thoughts on like, I'm not sure what point you hit a certain, when do you hit that wall? Uh, to take things into my own hands. Right. I don't know. 
that's generally not my approach to anything. Right. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. right. I mean, I'm not really one to fight. You got to get me real pissed off to punch somebody in the face. Like I'm going to be shaken and really holding myself back. So I don't know. It's tough for me to say. Well, and I think it's, I think it's pretty easy for people like us who are so disconnected from, from the actual hatred of the, of gun owners and, you know, anti-gunners and all that stuff. We don't see protests. We don't see issues around us. We're so disconnected from it. All we do is see it on the news Mm -hmm. that it doesn't affect our everyday life. It doesn't truly have a a deep effect on our personal lives, on our daily lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of, that would really, to me, I think that would really change my mindset if it really had a true, honest effect on my everyday life. I think that's, that's where you know, you would start to draw the line is when it is affecting my everyday life. That's yeah, when and, it could... and in Michigan, it certainly has. I mean, that they've had businesses closed for just like how at what point how how do they how do they think how does she think she's helping people when she's saying this business she's, is not she, essential, so you have to sit your ass at uh, home. I don't well, every think business she's... is essential to help to pay for that person's food on their table. You know. Mm-hmm. So I can general I can totally understand how these these men got pissed off enough to actually try and do something on it. Um, and I don't know enough of the details if they were just straight up psychopaths or if they were good people or, or what. I guess um, I need to do a little bit more checking in. I that. read a few things that the one of the guys was a full on like anarchist and he hated Trump and right. all that shit and he was just a real psycho. So I don't know. I'm le- I'm leaning towards they're probably not great people oh probably but, not but i again we, we have none of us really have no idea so yeah it's hard to right and say. and the majority of the shit that we're going to find out on these guys is going to be what the media wants us to know mm-hmm. as far as like even i was reading an article about the mcclowski's uh before we started here and it was the peaceful protesters came into their neighborhood yeah, the and it didn't it didn't notice that they painted yeah. it didn't didn't mention that they broke down the freaking reinforced gate and were screaming a, and profanities yeah. at him on private property. And right. then I said the, the McCloskeys were waving around and menacing the protesters, you know, just the way that they write shit. That should be. Yeah, they paint their own picture. They it's, don't. It's absolutely, absolutely ludicrous. But um, did you guys have any more any more thoughts on on that subject? We're good to go. Good to go. And that is the madness. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I have ever seen ever. That's yeah, the best dude of the week. Yeah. Dad's just Dad can't hear the uh the, the music we were just playing. So <laughs> we're like, we're sitting here in God, silence for like ten minutes. Like, this is this is really awkward, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do a whole lot of uh research on this like I usually do, so prepare yourself guys. I'm probably gonna stumble through this like I do. Is this going to be like a? It's a it's a short one though. There's not and I don't have a ton of details on this. Uh, our badass of the week this week is John R. McKinney, and uh, you'll never guess this is another World War II uh, Medal of Honor recipient. Uh, on May 11th, in 1945, they were stationed in like a, a the, on the perimeter. They're in the perimeter defense, you know. Him and three other guys, I think, two or three other guys like that. And he had just gotten off his guard shift and he had gone to lay down and somehow there was a hundred Japanese guys that snuck past the guy that was on watch. And uh, one got into where John was sleeping 
and he was apparently trying to be stealthy and stuff. So he pulled out his sword and he went down on his head. And he, I, I read that he cut off his ear, but I also read that it was just like a glancing blow or something like that. But then he woke up, obviously, <laughs> after getting his ear cut off. <laughs> and he grabbed his rifle and beat that dude in the face. And he must have killed him with his rifle, just beating him up. Bludgeoning him. And uh, one of the other guys out there on guard, he got injured. Yeah, there was only two other guys on guard. One of them got injured, and the one that wasn't injured had to drive that or drag that guy back to safety. So then John McKinney was left on his own at this little nest, you know, and there was 100 Japanese guys coming at him. And uh, there was a there was a machine gun nest there, but there were, all these guys were pouring over their uh, sandbags or whatever whatever mm-hmm. they had there, you know. And uh, there was a bunch of hand to hand fighting, and, and somehow in this all this fighting, the machine got got machine gun got rendered useless, so he couldn't use that to fight back anybody anybody. So he ended up fighting and killing that I think around the machine gun nest. There was 38 dead Japanese guys that he'd killed by himself, whether in hand-to-hand combat or with his rifle. And then like 40 or 50 yards downrange, there was another five or 10 dead. And he got out scot-free, completely on himself. Did they at least say what rifle it was? Because it's like, was this an M1 Grand that he's trying to change M-clips in? Or is it like an MP40, you know, where he's actually... No, it doesn't say what it was. Because that'd be... You know that'd be pretty wild. Just yeah, those are, that's M1 not exactly that we were messing with one out at the out at the get together, and that's not that easy to to get it. I'm sure it is after a ton of practice. But. Yeah, yeah. Initially, there was ten that came in, and he uh, killed seven of them at point black range, and then killed three more with the butt of his rifle. <laughs> Jesus. Brutal. Apparently, the Japanese were not very good in hand to hand combat area. <laughs> well, they're clearly. little dudes. They clearly weren't chained in karate or whatever method they usually use. Yeah, they were right. throwing grenades and <laughs> mortars at him and stuff. He had to change positions one time. Man. Can so, he, I just. 100 guys coming at you, and you're just like, well, I'm going down swinging. You know, he just obviously had the. To hell with it! I'm if I'm going down, I'm taking a well, bunch of these sons of bitches with me. A lot of it was he probably knew exactly what those Japanese dudes do when they capture you, and it was yeah, never right. it was never pretty. I'll tell yeah. you that. Um, so I I missed the first part. Does he he was by himself? Or why was he by himself? Because there was had, it, they were on a like on the perimeter of I don't know the the base or something. So they were out set. They were just from the guard, base, and yeah. there was only there was like a machine gun nest, you know, where there's a station oh. here and then a station there. There was only three of them, and he was one of them. And the other one got hurt, so the other one had to drag the injured guy back. Oh, okay, to safety. <laughs> so he was. Just, I'll, I'll take him back. I'll take him back. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I, I got this. I'll send Mel. I'll send more. Send more help. I promise. All right. Yeah. All right. Sure you will. <laughs> Man, thirty-eight around the machine gun dead. So he killed 38 just by himself right there yep. and then another 5 or 10 downrange. Man. That feels you, like, I feel like at least the 5 or 10 that he got downrange, they were probably retreating and he was just pissed off and just still <laughs> firing at him as they're running away. Maybe. I'd, Maybe. <laughs> can you imagine the adrenaline after killing 38 people within, you know, 10 yards of you? 
killing 38 people you would just be like vibrating i bet that some bitch was just like hovering eight inches off the ground the whole time he wasn't you, imagine, you imagine his buddies coming out there afterward what looking the at all the hell wait you're a real no psycho way. aren't you jim <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of sounds like a movie though because you always see those just dumbass movies where there's one guy like john wick where he'll kill 50 guys by himself and you're like that's no well, way in hell is that possible. <laughs> but right. this guy literally did it with a, pow- a gun that or a rifle that probably weighs 15 pounds. <laughs> right. Well, and that's a- another thing is how do you like when they're flooding you that fast with, is it just like a Jackie Chan movie or a Bruce Lee movie where Where's they all stand a in a time, circle yeah. around you and one comes in at a time <laughs> to fight you? <laughs> like, yeah, right. you know, did seven of them not jump on this guy? I don't know how you go. I'll go next. <laughs> Right. Hey, woo, it's your turn. Single <laughs> file line. Single file. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a bad son of a bitch, though. I can tell you that. Right? Jesus. Yeah, I'd call that dude sir. <laughs> right? For sure. I, I think he was that. just, he was a private, too. So he wasn't like a high-ranked guy at all. And this is World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. So he could still be around. Did it say if he I think he died through? in 97. Oh. Okay. I think. Still a bad son of a bitch for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man, that the, just the cojones <laughs> on that guy. Douche. Yeah, no joke. No Jeez. joke, man. So the douche of the week this week, man, that's a bad one. Uh, Regina Lombardo. Does that name ring a bell to anybody? Lombardi Trophy? <laughs> that's all I got. Regina. Ren- Regina. Regina. Lombardo. The current director of the ATF. She's the douche for this week. Her and some other, I don't remember, some of their other agents or some of the other higher-ups in the ATF um, have been in trouble, a little bit of trouble lately. They've been catching some flack for um, basically trying to criminally charge people and companies and things like that. Like they've been actively seeking out criminal charges against people for, I don't remember what exactly they said, but it was, they were not just like, you know, finding evidence and of uh, infraction or, you know, a crime and then going after someone. They were like investigating, trying to find things wrong that people were doing and like, Taking it a little bit too far. Yeah, they were taking it too far. And um, there's actually been a letter uh, signed by quite a few senators, actually, um, basically telling the ATF that they are taking it way too far and the things that they're doing are very unconstitutional and they're the criminal side of the ATF is going way overboard and they need to back it off or they're going to be in some serious shit. Is this about the Q thing? Um, it, I think it stemmed from that. I think it stemmed from okay. the Q, uh, honey badger ordeal. Yeah. Um, because I was actually watching a video of the owner of Q, mm-hmm. um, today and just, you know, their, their brace was basically, came from um, SB Tactical, and he was basically saying that it's going to make... There's 4 million pistol braces in... Roughly 4 million pistol braces in circulation. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to make... Automatically make up to 
Obviously, we know that's not the real number. Up to 4 million citizens felons. Um, so basically, all they're doing right now is telling people to separate their uppers and lowers. Um, well, but uh, at, at this point in time, it's just those specific. Um, just the honey badger. The honey right, badger and right. the other one they have. Uh, the, 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 well, a, that's that's not yet. As of right now, it's only the honey badger. The sugar weasel and the mini fix were stated in the letter that they needed to submit examples of those two to the ATF for review to see if they were going to be classified, which is, yeah, stupid. Um, considering they went through uh, SB Tactical to make sure that, you know, everything was proper. And, and basically that he's, he's saying that it's going to be, uh, you know, they're trying to kind of, go backwards like we oh, all yeah. know that they do on the braces they're realizing how easy it is for people to just build pistols and then they buy a brace and you oh, know yeah. skirt the sbr law and he's thinking that's the direction they're headed is they're going to try and you know go backwards on their stance on braces and you know as of right now q is trying as basically saying anybody who has a honey badger that wants to fill out um their SBR paperwork, they're going to pay the two hundred dollar tax. And there's there's a right lot now. of people though live in states you can't have SBRs, mm -hmm. so they're just totally hosed at that point. Um, unless you just completely take the brace off all the way and just have a pistol, I or mean, just, without any I mean, brace on it whatsoever, or you just separate your upper and lower, keep to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, but at what point does the ATF, if they're really going after this, what point do the ATF? go after Q's customer records and right. you know shit like that. But yeah. Once that starts happening, I think then that's when you start worrying. Up until that point, eh, yeah. I'd keep to myself, but not that can, I own a Q honey badger or anything. Right. Um and we can talk about this. I know we want to talk about this a little more on the gears and beers, but um I just wanted to bring attention to Regina and uh the Regina. direction the direction she's... Let's call her Regina. <laughs> Regina. I had that same thought for some reason. That's weird. <laughs> um, but the direction she... You know, she's obviously the director, and she's, you know... Awful. Either letting this happen or directing this to happen, so... All right, yeah, it'll be... Inter I, nothing's going to happen um, before... We got another good month. Nothing will happen. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they'll backtrack before then, but they won't take it more aggressively before then. Well, and that's that's kind of the stance they have right now is they're not responding to Q's letters in writing mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's just absolutely freaking ludicrous. And that's the thing that I found out too when I was renewing my, my ATF, uh, my FFL and shit at this point. Um, basically, my branches of ATF that I deal with were basically working from home. So you'd call them and it'd route the it would route the call to uh, a field agent. Well, the guy that answered was on the criminal side of things. He didn't know diddly shit about my side of things, the, you know, the business side of things. So what freaking good is he? You know, you call him, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll route this call over to somebody else, and then you may or may not get a call. And the other thing about this whole situation is that the guy that wrote that letter to Q is a freaking field agent. He doesn't know, he's not, he's not in leadership. He's not anything. He's just a field agent. The thing about field agents, they don't know a goddamn thing. Mm -hmm. I've literally had conversations with, and excuse me, they, some of them don't know a goddamn thing. I've literally had conversations with them that they've told me information that was flat out wrong. 
100 percent freaking wrong one lady told me that you cannot use usps to ship pistols bullshit yes right. you cut citizens can't but fffl certainly can and if you don't freaking know that the, the 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 agency that's in charge of of our gun laws you don't freaking know that i just i just says okay bye hung up on her done conversation over you don't know what the fuck you're talking about so yeah you're not i worth mean my time it's but it's completely and totally freaking ludicrous at this point that, that you work for the ATF, you're in charge of enforcing the laws, and you don't know the damn laws. Right. We should start a defund the ATF movement. <laughs> I am 100% for that. Defund the ATF and repeal the NFA. Yeah, I'm all in. right. Defund the ATF. Let's start Let's... Pa- planning the parade right now. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll start putting out we're magazines, gonna, and we're going to call them parades, not peaceful protests. They're parades. <laughs> we'll put out we'll put out defund the ATF magazines. That won't put us on the ATF uh, radar. No. <laughs> oh, by the way, Sam, your uh, your license has been oh, suspended. Sorry, you're revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I would say this is a pretty damn good episode for the uh, the first one in our new. Our new studio. Boy, I sure hope the computer's still recording. There's supposed to be some orange window up there. Oh, that's uh, just saying the battery's getting low. Yeah. We're good. Well, we better finish then. Hold on. We're still recording on the uh we're still recording on the still recorder. Got audio. We're good. Yeah. Still got audio. We're good. So Oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Game over. <laughs> I sure hope it saved that file. I'm sure it did. It probably just it probably just shut I'm off. I'm sure the, it did. Yeah. It just shut off the the screen. Well, we should probably finish the episode so we can. Okay. Get on All right. We will do that, boys and girls. Thanks for hanging out. It's been a fun one. We'll be back in two weeks. Make sure you check us out on uh, Gears and Beers live every other Wednesday night on the Life Short Live Free Facebook channel. Uh, make sure you check out ballisticimagery.com as well as his uh, social media shyworks.com and. Um, yeah, give us a give us a follow on Facebook and share us with your friends. It's uh, most appreciated, guys. Anybody else got anything to say before we call her a night? Repeal the NFA. Repeal the NFA. Fun the ATF. <laughs> Damn right. All right, guys, it's been a fun one. Thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you next time. Remember, life short, live free. God bless and God bless America. You. Oh, I was from a live audience.